if you are that. When they ask you those things and you are mumbling, jumbling, you understand you lose the job. The church a man attends in life have a great role to play in your work on earth and in your destiny thereafter. That is the reason why a Christian should not just go to any church. Anybody who is an overseer of a church or a founder of a movement church and he could not be questioned by those who followed him, he is of the devil. He has not had God, neither has he seen God. People do not pioneer church because they went to Bible college and they graduated or they felt God is calling them. If you do not have a testimony of encounter of heaven by the one who created the heavens and the earth and you run on his behalf, you sent yourself. And he will not confirm his work because he did not send you. And this is a recipe for disaster which many people have fallen a victim of in our age. The Lord said, tell your people to meet you this Sunday. And I said to the people, this Sunday, thus hear the Lord, meet me at this building called Austin's Church at this street. I said, how many of you know it? Some raised their hands up. I said, okay, those of you who don't know it, those of you who know it, write the address, describe it and tell everybody. And they came and described the building to us. I didn't live far away from the place. But the issue is that all my life is to the east. Because I was in the university in the east then. I never come to this side. My shopping is to the east. My school to the east. And everything. But this is to the west. So they described the building to us. The following day I got into the bus went to the place, and I found the building. And when I saw the building, I oh, this is the building the Lord showed me yesterday. And I got down, looked at the, at the I wish, um, the video section, media section, can you go take photograph of Austin's church? When I repeat this on Sunday, you put it on the board. You take photograph of the journey of CFT, put them on your slides by tomorrow. And we can show them on the board as the journey goes through. And I will talk about the journey next Sunday. So I took the telephone and I phoned and I went. I, I, I spoke with a man called Reverend Father Owen, who is um, a high mass Anglican priest, a Roman Catholic. And um, he said, come, this is my, my home. My home is not far. So I went to his house. When I got to his house... He welcomed me so, so generously. And he says to me, young man, what can I do for you? And I said yesterday I was having a meeting with my members. And in an open vision I saw, and the Lord Jesus showed me your building. And he told me to tell my members to meet me in your building this Sunday. At 2 p.m. And that is where we will worship him. You know, it looks strange to tell an Englishman that you had a vision to use his building without recognizing the protocol of getting a building. He looked into my eyes and he says, Young man, do you want your coffee? And I said, I want coffee, sir. And he went to the kitchen, he did the coffee, 
He gave me my cup. He took his cup and he sat down. He said, tell me what you said again. <laughs> Hallelujah, somebody. And I went to him again. That I was having service with my members yesterday in an open vision. I saw the Lord. And the Lord said, tell your people to meet you in this building. And I said, I didn't know this building. Oh, that is the building. Can you switch off the light, Pastor? Climb the altar and switch off the light. Let me see it. That is what I saw in an open vision. So our media are ready this season and out of season. It is not by the Holy Spirit they brought this out. It is by hard labor, hard work. You see, that is the building where this house was born 27 years ago. And then I told him the vision again. And you know what the priest said to me? He said, I believe God showed it to you. And I believed you had God. Some of you Pentecostal people feel that you are the only one God speaks to. And when you see a man in a cassock and a long robe, you think he doesn't hear God. Let me say something to you. You'll be shocked. It's like Reverend Father Frank. I don't know whether he will be coming for this conference, but if he doesn't, he will come in the prophetic voice ministers conference he had personal encounter of jesus christ is a roman catholic priest i ministered in cameroon with pastor 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 jerome to ministers and among the ministers who came were five senior ranking roman catholic priests they came for holy ghost convention which i held one of them came from over 1,000 miles. They told me their testimony. He said to me that we know about Holy Spirit, but we don't understand it. And when we are told that you will teach about Holy Spirit, we came so that we can understand. When I was preaching, the power of God hit the five of them. God filled with the Holy Ghost. They were speaking in tongues, fluent. The following year, I went for the same convention. And one of them stood up and said, Apostle, we have changed our doctrine. Listen to me. So, Reverend Father Owen said to me, Apostle, uh, 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 Pastor, he said, though in our own organization, for you to use our property, we must hold a committee meeting. And we just held one last week, Thursday. And he said, another one will be in one month time. But I believe God spoke to you. And he said, follow me. Thursday. Next week. 27 years ago. And he took me to the sanctuary and he said to me that, you know, we have never given our sanctuary to Pentecostal people. They have all our holes, they are using them. He said, because we reverence our sanctuary, we have sacred, you know, icons and stuff. He said, I know you will take care of them. I said, no problem, we will respect them. Your icons, we won't touch. And he said, this is the Holy of Holies, don't go there. But on the pulpit, this area, you can sit down with your leaders and he said, this is how, where this is, this is where this is. He said, we know that you, Pentecostal people, you carry equipment. And he opened the basement and said, this is where you keep your equipment. He said, I will get the key for you. You can start on Sunday. Now, my members came on Sunday. 
and expecting what is going to happen. We were at the entrance. I opened the door, and this church was commissioned. <laughs> Listen to me. We did not launch this church, and this church does not believe in launching God's work. It was never done in the Bible. And I do not do anything that is not done in the Bible if it is Bible thing. We did not invite people. We did not advertise for anybody. We did not bring anybody. How will we bring somebody to a man who sees? What will he do apart from sight? Really, if I invite some people and I tell them how that place came about, they will be afraid to come. Listen to me. This church therefore began 4th of March, 1990, after the open vision. Why am I saying this to you? Look at the book of Acts chapter 9, and I'll show you something very quickly. This is a church of the book of Acts. This is what informed the way I behave, the way I preach, the way I do, the way I act. Anything I did not see Jesus do, I don't do it. Anything I did not see the apostles do, I don't do it. Anything that Jesus did, I live to make sure all happened through me. If that is me, that is you too. Because like Father... <laughs> Hallelujah. Listen to the word of the Lord. What does it say? Chapter 9. It says, Meanwhile, Saul was still breathing out murderous threats against the Lord's disciples. He went to the high priest and asked him for better uh, for letter to the synagogues in Damascus, so that if he found any there who belonged to the way, that is Christian way, whether men or women, he might take them as prisoners to Jerusalem. As he neared Damascus on his journey, suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him. I'm reading from the NIV. He fell to the ground and heard a voice say to him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Who are you, Lord? Saul asked. I am Jesus. Whom you are persecuting, he replied. Now, get up and go into the city, and you will be told what you must do. Verse 7. The men traveling with Saul stood there speechless. They heard the sound, but did not see anything or anyone. Saul got up from the ground. But when he opened his eyes, he could not see. So they led him by the hand into Damascus. For three days he was blind and did not eat or drink. Now listen to the second side of the story. Very attentively. In Damascus, verse 10, there was a disciple named Aeneas. Ananias. The Lord called to him in a vision. That is open vision. Ananias, yes, Lord, he answered. So in open vision, you know who is talking to you. 
When I saw Jesus, I knew it was Jesus. And when I saw his angels, I knew it was his angels. When he spoke to me, I knew he was the one talking to me. In open vision, you don't need anyone to interpret to you. Because it is a spiritual realm when every truth is known. I would gather now. And he says, Yes, Lord, he answered. Verse 11, the Lord told him, Go to the house of Judas on streets, streets and ask for a man from Tarsus named Saul, for he is praying. Listen to the detail. In a vision, he has seen a man named Ananias come and place his hand on him to restore his sight. In this week, you will see visions. Somebody missed what I said. Let your spirit connect with my spirit. As for me, I will have remained as the lands of you all my life and make millions. This head is called surveying. Land, air, sea. But when I saw the King of Glory, the one who made heavens and the earth, before whom all men were stand one day, I could not resist him. He is my maker. Hear me, church. There is something you need to understand here. When Jesus spoke to Ananias, he told Ananias, I have also revealed to Paul in an open vision, and he said that Paul is blind, and he told him the address Paul was, and then he told him, you go and lay hands on him. Why didn't Jesus appear and when he appeared to Paul, heal Paul? Because the Bible says the highest heaven belongs to God, but the earth he has given to the sons of men. Jesus would have just healed Paul. He won't do that. It is to you. Your duty will not be done by an angel. Because an angel cannot do the duty of a man. Listen to me. Bible is no fiction. That is how this house began. Hallelujah, somebody. I am proud of Jesus. I love the word of God. It's not a story. It is a lifestyle for those who follow him. You will get there this week. I can't hear your amen. amen. Is this international headquarters? I'm sorry for you. Is this international headquarters? Yeah. Give me a cathedral, amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Listen to me. This house is built on vision, as this house I've read to you by Paul is built on vision. This house, it is Jesus who revealed the first place to meet, and what day to meet, and what time to begin. It is Jesus who revealed to Paul about his mission to Ananias to go lay hands on him for the scale to fall out of his eyes. Your Ananias in this week is Apostle Alfred Williams and Dr. Cecil Stewart. The scale over every eye shall fall out. You know, I don't bring people here who don't have encounters. 
Not somebody who will come and collect five offerings. <laughs> like somebody said yesterday, one of the people, you know, people who had, uh, we had dinner yesterday with uh, those who have joined CFT, you know, uh, for a while. And one of them said that the church we used to go, we have to take, cut about five checks every Sunday because we have to give five offerings. Hallelujah. Eh? It's not by offering, it's by the gospel. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. It is the power of God unto salvation unto those who believe. And the person said, when I came here, I was shocked. We didn't take two offerings. Say this is interesting. Somebody told me one of the new people too some some time ago. He said, Apostle, when I came here, when it was offering time, somebody just came and said, offering time, blessing time, and five minutes and they're collecting offering. And I said, No, that's not correct. Because where I was coming from, they would teach, they would speak for 30 minutes to take offering and they would preach for 15 minutes. He said, When I came here, you came to the pulpit and you preached for one hour. And when you finish, they want to collect offering, they just announce, and people give offerings. I said, no. He now said, I went to tell my friend, who is still in that church, that I went to a church. Five minutes, they spoke of offering, they collected offering, but the man preached. He said, he preached me out. And the friend said, it cannot be, not in London. He said, it's in London. So the friend said, let me follow you. The friend came. And the same thing happened, and the friend said that maybe it's a mistake. Let us see. After one month, they will change. And they came every meeting because they were looking for to speak for 30 minutes before they collect offering to tell people that this offering that you are given is called miracle offering. You will get your miracle now after giving the money. That money is tied to your destiny. Say amen. Somebody say amen. They never saw that. They never saw that. After one month, a guy came to me and said, Apostle, you are strange. I said, why? And he told me, I said, yes, because Jesus was strange, he was different from Pharisees. Somebody speak about God. Somebody show the God that he knows. They're two different people. Listen to me. Look at the book of Acts chapter 8. Let me read this to you. Because today I'm not preaching, I will talk in 10 minutes. Hallelujah. Somebody say, Oh my people rejoice in the Lord. Jesus conquered said, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus defeated. Oh my people let us rejoice. Jesus conquered said, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh. We used to sing it in those days. <laughs> we didn't have many songs. But God had our songs anyway. <laughs> Today we have so many songs that we won't forget some of the good ones. And then we sing the and we remember them again. Listen to this. This is my friend as well. One of my friends in the book of Acts chapter 8. I think um, is verse 24. I'll read this to you. The Bible is not a fiction. It is the true life. We start from 26. It is the life of those who believe in Christ. It's a pattern of their life. Look, it says, Now an angel of the Lord said to Philip, who was a deacon, Go south to the road, the desert road that goes down from Jerusalem 
to Gaza. Is that descriptive or not? It is. God is not an author of confusion. He tells you details. Come on now. What did he say? He says so. He started out and on his way to meet an Ethiopian eunuch. On his way, he met an Ethiopian eunuch, an important official in charge of all the treasury of Candace, queen of the Ethiopians. This man had gone to Jerusalem to worship. Come on now, let's watch this. And on his way home, was sitting in this chariot, reading the book of Isaiah the prophet. The spirit told Philip, go to that chariot and stay near it. Then Philip ran up to the chariot and heard the man reading Isaiah the prophet. Then Philip said, Understandest what thou readest? (laughs) Understandest what thou readest? Some of us are fundamentalists. That is original King James. Let me help you see something about you here. This story began from the ministry of angels. I'll be talking about the ministry of angels this week in the evenings. Angel told the man description of where to go. The man went and he found the person as the angel said. Then the Holy Spirit spoke to the man, join him. He moved closer to the man. Neither angel or Holy Spirit preached to the man, but the man, the third function. So you have angel, you have the Holy Spirit, you have man. Come on now. With those associations, you cannot shipwreck. Listen to me. With those associations, you cannot miss it in life. With those associations, you cannot have regret in life. The angel, the spirit, and the man. One thing you will know about the man is that the man knows the word of God. Because the man had another man reading the word, and he knew this is the word of prophet Isaiah. When they do Bible study, don't miss it. It's like missing heaven. Listen to me. The angel, the spirit, and the man. This is Christ's faith tabernacle. This is Christ's faith tabernacle. The Bible says, by prophet, he led them out of Egypt. By prophet, they entered Canaan. Listen to me. If anybody is in Egypt in this week by prophet, they shall be let out. If you are still on your pathway to Canaan, you haven't found it in this week by prophetic, you will enter into your Canaan. God has sent you to prophets. Apostle Williams, Dr. Cecil Stewart. When we will minister to God's people, we don't eat and drink and sleep. Holy Spirit woke me up today at 3 a.m., I left this building yesterday to 11. I got to my house 
almost 12. I slept and I slept to sleep till morning. Holy Spirit woke me up at 3. We are not men of theory. This is my second preaching today. I finish here, I'm going there to, to a new cross. We hear God. We speak God. We live God. Jesus told a parable of a man who is wealthy. He lavished himself and he called a party and invited his friends. When the time came for the party, one gave an excuse. The other had an excuse. And the other had an excuse. And the other had an excuse. And he said, go to the highways and bring me the beggars. That will not be your portion this week. Listen to me. Everyone that God brought under me in this household, as the under shepherd, listen to me. When the oil is poured on the head, it does not remain there because the head is no bucket. It flows to the collar. The only thing you must do this week is to connect with me and you will get your blessing. Listen to me. As the fathers are, the sons are. I have received sure word from God. One of those sisters who came yesterday uh, among the, the visitors, uh, the, uh, visitors, the new members, she said, it, she gave a testimony, strange enough, interesting. She said, I had migraine for 20 years. She said that migraine was so terrible that I could not put on the headgear women wear. You know, for a woman to have a pain on a daily basis for 20 years, the other women are wearing turban. She loves turban, but she can't wear it. She said, because when I put the turban on the headache will start. She said, I take strong paracetamol or panadol every day. But she said... Whether it was last Sunday or so, as I was ministering, the Lord revealed to me about a person who has migraine for a long time. Go check your video, you'll find it there. And I saw the part of the head that the migraine was sitting, and I mentioned the part, and I said, you are here right now. She said, the migraine left. While she was in the dinner yesterday, she was wearing a turban to show us that the migraine has left never to come back. If she was not in the meeting last Sunday, her migraine remained. If Bartimaeus was tired to go out on the day that Jesus passed by, he would die blind. Listen to me. Jesus said to Ananias, that man Paul is blind, but you are the one who will lay hands on Paul. That is the spiritual order of God. Why would Jesus say, man, lay hands on man, and then I will remove the scale? 
Why would Jesus not heal a blind until a man says, receive your sight? Why would Jesus not heal a cripple until the man says that you are healed in the name of Jesus? Why would Jesus not heal a migraine until an assigned messenger says, you are healed in the name of Jesus? Why would Jesus reveal to one man the demise of other people and he will speak and God will do it? Because that is his eternal order. If anybody collapse here now, I will not be worried because we have good medical team. You will just see them manifest among you here. They are seated around you. They will pick the person up. They will go and do whatever is necessary to resuscitate. Okay? So is the spirit. Therefore, what God has deposited in both of us, the goodest thing you can do for yourself is to come from tomorrow not but not with one pill borrow many I will together now your little vase of oil will fill your barrels huh? somebody who had not seen before will begin to see Somebody who asks for faith, something will spring up from within you. Somebody who has been wondering how does healing happen, the hand of God will slap your hand. You will lay their hands on the sick and they will recover. Somebody who has been wondering what is vision like, what is trance like, listen to me. The angel of the Lord will swipe his hand around your face and you will enter into the realm of vision. Look, between the earth and heaven is one step. I mean the heavens of God. We are angels are walking all around here now. To see them is just a flip and you are in it. The, to know the heart of God is just a flip and you are reading the mind of God. Plans of God for nations, you can... Download it from where you're sitting here. You don't need the visa to enter that nation, to see that nation, and to see what God will do in that nation. This week, heaven will visit you here. I told them in New Cross, if you have enemies, which none of my members must have, you know it's my decree. Somebody sent me and um, this social media something. You know, I don't have time to be watching them because my head is to read and to serve God, finish. But this one, my hand pressed it and it came up. And when my hand pressed it, it came, I want to de- delete it, but it's undeleted and showed. And I saw a man, he, he put on say, some cassock and he was saying that, the Lord will bless you this year, say amen. And I will hear amen. You will be this this year, say amen. Amen. I said, let me watch this one. Is it part of us? Or part of them. And people are sending, you know, uh, uh, texts. Ah, bless, God bless you, man of God. God bless you, man of God. Amen to the prayer. And then he said, all your enemies, whether your father-in-law or your mother-in-law or your father or mother, will die this year. Say amen. All of them say amen. I now put my own, uh, uh, add my own text. I said, this man is a devil. 
a murderer. The Bible says the devil has come to kill and steal and to destroy. I said everybody who said amen to this, you are going to hell. You are already in hell. Say amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are they mad? Somebody said their father and mother will die this year. Will he pay for the funeral? And people are saying amen to their mother-in-law dying. Who will be bereaved? Your wife or your husband? A madman, imposter, a man who is already in hell looking for accomplice. Praying that the one who conceived you or who conceived the husband or wife you married should die. Don't you know he's a wicked man? Don't you know he's Lucifer incarnate? The Bible says God is not interested in the death of a sinner, but that he will come to repentance. And he said, Amen. Whatever the case may be, the prayer of that man will not happen to anybody. Amen. You know why I said that to you now? This week is your week. In this week, heaven will visit you. I want you to know this, and I told you last Sunday. The authority in your lips is the same as in my lips. Okay? The most anointed man in this, in this world does not have a higher authority than a baby in this church. Alright? Because there is no God in a Christian that is more God than the other God in the other Christian. This is what happened. Those of us who have used our authority and you have seen great signs and wonders happen. Pastor Dakwesia from Lagos, he was there. He was the one carrying the camera when a madman charged at me who has been mad for 40 years in Togo and on the spot I lay hands on him and he came back to normalcy. Pastor Dakwa was there with me when I was invited in um, uh, somewhere in Lagos near Idimu and a madman entered into my meeting screaming and shouting violent and I turned to him and I said sit down and he was on the floor. I preached the message those demons had the gospel that they didn't want to hear in heaven. And when I finished, I said, out in the name of Jesus. And the man fell back to his head. And I went away. By the time I finished eating and come back, the man was in his right mind, sitting down, clothed. Pastor Dapo was there when I commanded the rain in Otah. He stopped. I commanded the rain in Sagamu. He stopped. I commanded the rain in Cameroon. He stopped. Listen to me. But yet, the authority in my mouth is not stronger than the one in your lips. We carry the same authority. The difference between us is this. I haven't slept since 3 a.m. Some of you, when God even shouts in your ear in the midnight, Rise up! You will say, God, let me have one more nap. Just five minutes more. And then you sleep five minutes and say, come up. I'm tired. Okay, Father, on my bed, bless everybody, Joe. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. 
<laughs> Are we together? You may wake up in the morning, Father, in the name of Jesus, as I'm going now, let be with me, my going now, my coming in, be with everybody all over the whole world, amen, Jesus, amen, you run out. And you don't remember him again until you come back. Ah, Lord, I thank you for bringing me back. I'm going to bed now. Be my bodyguard. Amen. And you sleep. And God has been bodyguarding you. He's been taking you out. And, but what happens to people you don't care? That's the difference. The difference is that somebody lives on a daily basis expecting the coming of the Lord. In line with the expectation of the heart of the Father, he prays for you every hour. All right? He hears God concerning some of you and tell you because he sees God concerning you. Somebody care to recognize that though we live in this world, we do not fight as the world does. The weapon of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God. Somebody care to recognize that whatever happened in your territory is what you allowed. Somebody care to recognize that God is looking for one man who will stand in gap and communicate with heaven all the time. And when God finds a man like that, will God not reveal to his friend what he's about to do in Sodom? So then when the man will say that now rain, you cannot disturb me or stop, it does. When he will say, now you devil over there, I bind you out, it goes out. Not because he carry more authority, but because he fulfilled the book of Hebrews chapter 11 verse 5. Hebrew 11 faith. Shall we do it together? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Now, let me say this to you. God will reward you this week. Stand up on your feet now. Let's lift up our voice and begin to pray. Thank God for His grace and mercy over your life. Begin to thank God that God, I thank you because you hear me. I thank you because you hear me. I want to hear your prayer. <laughs> Thank God because God hears you. God will reward those who call Him. <laughs> he says, Seek and you will find. As you seek in this week, you will find. He said, Knock, the doors shall be open. As you are knocking right now, doors shall be open. The eyes of man who is born again is not only for the physical, his eyes is also for the spiritual. The Bible says that but you have the mind of Christ who will instruct the Lord. But you have the mind of Christ. In this week you are entering. The mind of Christ begin to operate. Begin to thank God for it. Lift up your voice and glorify Him. It shall be said concerning you by this time next week that the Lord has visited His people. Begin to thank God for His mercy. Thank God for the outpouring of His power this week. Thank God for the outpouring of His glory this week. All your labor shall be rewarded in this new week. All your prayers shall be remembered by heaven in this new week. It is a covenant week with Christ's faith tabernacle. It is a silo. Your Hannah will give birth. Malderabosa paralende sekere moli malengrabosali ande. I love it, God. Hey.
Now thank God for what you want to receive from him. Let your heart bubble with praise and thanksgiving. For the Lord will visit Christ with tabernacle his people in this week. I speak in Christ in God. In this week you are going into. As it was in the beginning of this house. That by the Holy Spirit, the Lord revealed and opened my eyes to see the beginning of this great church. And that the Lord gave me the address of the property where we will use and the time that we shall meet in the property. And as it is that I acted upon the word, and this house was born, now in India, now in Nigeria, Togo, Benin Republic, Ghana, Sierra Leone, Cameroon, Cote d'Ivoire, United States of America, Jamaica, even Saudi Arabia, spread around Europe, South Latin America. It shall come to pass by this season, by, by next week, that the King of Heaven will revisit this house again, and your eyes shall be open. It shall come to pass. And the Lord went to Ananias, and he went to Paul, and the skill fell out of Paul, and a destiny was born. It will come to pass by this time from tomorrow, that the Lord will send his word and he shall open every scale. If you have been seeking God to see vision before, it will come to pass in this week that the angel of the Lord will strike his hand against your face and your eye will open into the realm of vision. Your Christianity will move from theory into practical experience of God. And you will also say, and the Lord appeared unto me also. That will be your portion. That will be your portion. That will be your portion. Flesh give birth to flesh. Spirit give birth to spirit. Father, when the time came for the work of Moses to be revealed, you took out of the spirit you put in Moses, and you put in 70 elders. Even the one outside the camp receive it. I, did, I pray, O oh Father, out of the spirit you have put unto me, out 
shall place upon me. Lord, multiply over all members of CFC all over the world. I decree, receive it in the name of Jesus as of Nazareth. Boldness, receive in the name of the Lord. Faith, receive in the name of the Lord. Miraculous, receive in the name of the Lord. Encounters of heaven, receive in the name of the Lord. Visitation of angels, receive in the name of the Lord. As hell could not hinder me, by the grace of he that lives forever and ever, of whom I speak, hell will fall before you. Their gates shall be destroyed before you. Who's going to you? For the gene of the Father is in the source. Father, the gene with which you made my spirit, let it pass on to everybody in the name of Jesus. Oh Lord, my King. We thank you for 27 years. The rest of our journeys until we see you face to face. We thank you more for them. My eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. My God and my King, when the grain of corn falls to the earth, it becomes tree and gives birth to many grain. When you fell to the earth, we raised, we were raised from the earth. Lord, that which you keep in everybody. When you raised us from the earth and seated us in the right hand of God in the heavenly places. In this week, wake them up, O oh God. In Jesus' anointed name we have prayed. In Jesus' anointed name we have prayed. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. This song says, Praise the whole, yes, in the high, and in the depth be praised. In God, when all 
And the whole earth shall hear. The one that thunders and the temple post shall shake. In whose voice the heavens, the earth, the grass shall tremble. The one that is eternal of mysteries. Unto you, the God of Christ, faith tabernacle. The God that nothing can contend with. The God that has brought us thus far. The God that defied every barrier and thoughts of the enemy. The God that has killed us beyond the limitations and barriers of man. The God that made us a shadow to the devil. For no man will catch his shadow. To you be the glory. To you be the honor. To you be majesty. Forever and ever and ever. And the saints shall say. Let me hear you say man again. I thank God for you. I thank God really for you. You know why? You're on the right path of heaven. <laughs> for you, you are free from the hands of the wicked one. <laughs> there are some today who left home to church. But they went to places where they have been deceived. In their hearts, they are looking for God. But the knowledge of where the truth is has not been revealed to them. So to us who have the revelation of the knowledge of the truth, we do not take it for granted. After this crusade this week, the following week, a gay in Nigeria will see the hand of God. Look at those people. Are they not whining me? Somebody say.
your English choir, speaking in the tongue of my mother's village. Put your hands together for the choir. Come on now. Congratulate somebody beside you in the name of the Lord. Congratulate one or two people around you. Amen forevermore. Please let the seated in the heavenly places. Do you know something? We have just begun. One thing I would beg all of you to do for me is this. Make up your mind to serve God. Are we together now? Life is easy. Too easy. Success is the cheapest thing someone can get on earth. But it's only when you serve God. Truly. And you really make up your mind to serve Him. Let's make up our mind to do that. Today is Thanksgiving. But before the Thanksgiving, I would like to welcome anyone worshiping with us for the first time. If this is your first time of coming to this temple to worship, could you wave your hands? We want to welcome you. Anybody? Please stand up where you are. We want to welcome you. Those of you around them, can you please give them a good Christmas tabernacle welcome? Please, can you rise up, sir? Please. I think... Those of you in front of those sisters, please welcome them on my behalf. You are very, very welcome. We are so glad you came. And the ushers have a pack. They will give you there's a form in the pack. We wanted to fill that form, please. And if you look at my right-hand side, if you look at my right, that is towards your left. You will see a lady waving her hands. She's very beautiful. She has been with me for 20, how many years? When she was, um, uh, uh, you understand? Hallelujah. Please, when we close, you go with her to the Hall of Mirrors. We have some nibbles together so that we can sit down together and have some, some uh, things to eat together, snacks and stuff before you, you go. You'll be very, very welcome. Please be seated. Well, we're so thankful. Today is the last Sunday of the month of February. And uh, every last Sunday of the month, we do have our Thanksgiving. And people will come in, you know, or child dedication. And uh, all those who wedded and were born on that day, we come to the altar and we pray with you. But before we do that, we will just take our tithes and our offerings for the day. Let's prepare for our giving today. The Bible says, bring all your tithes and offerings to my storehouse. If you need an envelope, just raise your hand and the ushers will give you one. Can I confirm that Dickin Charles has brought our announcement sheet? Everybody has the announcement sheet now? If you don't have the announcement sheet yet, please, can you raise your hand? You haven't got the announcement sheet? Can the pastors go make it happen for me, please? They will come back to visit you. In the center of the announcement sheet is the program of the week. The timetable for the week. If you left your email with uh, the reception, they should have emailed it to you. So, and let me say this to you. When we send emails in bulk, 
we make sure that your identity is hidden so that people don't make a mess of your email or abuse your privilege. So please, if you need to leave your email down, know that, that we will always um, keep it as much as possible within the confinement of the law. While they are doing that and you are writing your offerings and your tithe, I want to say that uh, some of our delegates have arrived on Friday. We have Pastor and Pastor Mrs. Shokon, Pastor Dr. Shokon and Pastor Bumi Shokon. Please stand up and let the church welcome you. Pastor Dapo is a pastor in Lagos, and that is his wife, Pastor Bumi. Then all the way from Chandigarh, India, Pastor Qatar. <laughs> Hallelujah. That is Pastor Qatar. You know, Pastor Qatar yesterday was showing me the map of our churches in India. And I think um, the, the projector section, please get the map from Pastor Qatar. Before he goes, somebody should come and engage him and get the map from him so that you can put it on tomorrow. Our churches in India are how many now? Six churches now in India. You know, one of the things that really intrigues me about India was that those of you who have been with me for a while will remember one year they showed us Christians slaughtered in Orisha. And when I mounted the pulpit, I said, Lord, we're going to Orisha to revenge for the blood of Christians that were slaughtered. And God brought Pastor Qatar, and through him, we have a church now in Orisha. All right? We have a church in Punjadi. And we have one or two churches in Himalayas Mountain, where no church has ever in history been planted. They are all Hindus. You know, he was telling me that five days that we have airmarked for India this, week, this year is too small. Because when he was showing me from Tandaga to Orisha, if we go by flight, it's one and a half hours or so, two hours. And if we go by road, it will take us five hours. Or how many hours? Six hours. Thirty-six hours. Ah. <laughs> Hallelujah forevermore. <laughs> uh, Thirty-six hours. That is like from driving from Nigeria to Cote d'Ivoire. <laughs> or to Sierra Leone. I know something, he has to visit all of them. He oversees all those churches. So, which means that we will play along with him. This year's crusade will be in Chandigarh. Then I will go for three weeks. Because I must visit every church in India. And for that three weeks, anybody who wants to go just for two weeks, you can join me. It will be next year. You know, next year, I will hand off my, (laughs) really let me tell you something, my journey of law. 
is finishing on the 17th of May this year. <laughs> I will have finished all my, my exams in all my theories in law. And I will just write my dissertation, but that's not a big deal. Already, I have A in total for my LLM. But I'm struggling now. The last two weeks, this week, next week, and the last module, I want to register A-stars. If I register A-stars right through that, then I will come out with A-star in my LLM. That would be first distinction. Currently, I have distinction, but if I can push further, the last leg, and I'm saying this so that you can help me, all counseling, let it go, finish when I come back, <laughs> so that I can read very, very much and get it. I, I got my A-star, I asked you to pray for last week again. I've gotten now seven A-stars for the laws of banking and... Um, and uh, International laws of banking, rather. So, I is, you know, God is hearing prayer and I'm doing well. But when I finish now, we go to, the, to India. All the law. We go and judge demons. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Kick them out of Chandaga. They move to Orisha. All the Orisha in Orisha. Destroy them. <laughs> and then we move to Himalayas. Everybody who have been speaking to iron and, and stone and mountain remove those idols and destroy them and they begin to speak to God. You know, I love places where they worship idols and you know that because it is the easiest place to convert people. Signs and wonders that God do when we go into all these idol worshiping, they are, they are beyond record. Alright? And because those people understand signs and wonders and once they see, they accept and they will serve God very, very much. The same thing now we're going to India. That is the seat of Satan in the globe and we will go there we, we can preach in India publicly and you know because the door is open like that we'll be going there together next year but if you want to go this year please put your names down so that we will know how many people are going and Pastor Katar can make provision for those who are going also I want to announce this those of you who want to go to Israel with us this year we have all this in our calendar if you don't have the calendar get one Put your name down for Israel. Uh, the, the, the fear that they've got it for us is 1,200 for 10 days. Okay? So if you are going there, just, just um, if you're interested in going, put your names down. Also, we are going for the weekend for the couples, couples uh, weekend. If you want to put your name down for couples weekend, put your name down there. We will talk very much more about this in the week. But this week... Our program starts tomorrow as in your calendar. And uh, those of you who are in the Shiloh Pillars, if you want to come in at 10 to 11 for your Shiloh Pillars, you come in here. The, the new cross church will be shut down from tomorrow uh, for the whole of this coming week because we'll be here from morning till evening. I will personally ask you, though the day seminar is to train ministers, but it is open to every member of CFT to be trained as ministers so that when God will send you, you understand everything necessary in the area of administration, in the area of law and compliance, in the area of spiritual development, spiritual management, everything you need to know to set up a church, to run a church, to, to disciple people and 
to develop yourself to into operating the power of the Holy Spirit. And this is what we are concentrating on. So every member of this house can come. And when God raises any one of you to go, you are already fully equipped. This is the way we operate in Christ with Tabernacle. So it's open to everybody. We do not pay registration fee for any seminar in this house. Jesus says, freely you receive, freely give. We do not take offering a seminar. Okay? So from morning that we're going to be meeting till evening, there's nothing like offering. Really, we will feed you. And we will eat together. But in the evening meeting, when we have our rally, that's why we take offerings. All of us give offering, including myself and all my ministers. So, but let's have that in our hearts. There is no payment for any seminar. You come and be blessed and be equipped for the work of ministry. So it's open to every, everybody. I think it's necessary for me to say that because people have been used to going to seminar, paying uh, for material, and taking about two, three offerings in a seminar. We don't take a dime. In any of my seminars across the world, nobody takes money. Okay? So you are very free to come and be equipped and be trained. And the Lord will bless us. Well, shall we just bring our tithes and our offerings to the Lord with thanksgiving? <laughs> Choir, please, let's rise up and we're going to put our legs together and dance before the Lord.
I'm going to sing oh to your son this time next year. Oh, he looked like you. Oh, that's the boy. <laughs> Hallelujah forevermore. My, oh my. Lord, we can't understand how our little money move the heart of the God who has all things in abundance. But we have a little glimpse of knowledge because no matter how much a father is rich, haven't he raised his sons and daughters to the place where they are? He appreciates anything they bring back to him. Not equivalent or equal to what he had put into them, but he celebrates and rejoices that this baby I held in my hand is now bringing something to me. Even more than that, are you the Holy One who lives forever and ever? And so, Lord, this is the holy offering that is brought by your holy people. Let your holy fire come down from heaven and consume this holy sacrifice. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we are praying. Amen. As we are standing, I will call those who are bringing children for dedication to come out. And um, if you were born in August, in February... I love my wife too much because she, bo- she was born August 23rd. I think my heart is already uh, celebrating the rice we will eat in August 23rd. Whatever the case may be, you were born in February. The- February is one of the mysteries of the earth because there are some people God sent to the world on 29th of February and the earth cannot understand them. They can't have bad day every year. I would get it now. It's a great mystery. But God celebrates them. In God's calendar, there is 29th of February every year. The mystery of your life. All of you will come to the altar today. Satan will never understand it. So if you are coming for your birthday coming and uh, and uh, Thanksgiving, everything, so that we dance together. Once I was born, now I am
Because we are happy. Amen. The joy that made you dance today will never be destroyed. Amen. The purpose for which you stand here today, you will never remember it to thank God. Amen. The Lord will guard your ways. Amen. He will protect your heart and mind and body. Amen. According to his eternal order and covenant, he will fulfill over you. Amen. If there be any area of your life that you are still looking up to God and hoping. The Bible says, fulfill your vows to the Lord and call upon Him. The offering you hold in your hand today as the fulfillment of your vow and expression of thanks. Though it may look to you little, the Bible says, for God is able to do exceedingly or astronomically higher and above what you may imagine. That's your imagination that is waiting for realization. The offering you hold in your hand, in accordance to the word of God, becomes a contact point. In accordance with the eternal order of God, we can never be revoked. The Lord will reply you. In that area of expectation, you enter into fulfillment. The God who bypasses human errors and mistakes... Because of the blood of the Son, and yet see a sinful man as righteous. Based on the premise of his faithfulness, he will open the floodgates of heaven over you. My God, people who are standing here to rejoice with others, may sound of rejoicing never cease in your hearts. People who are in this congregation standing up before you, O God, on behalf of these people, in a short time, may the hand of God come upon your life. That mortal man will have a reason to celebrate you too. Yeah. Unto you, the mortal, the invisible, the only wise God, be glory and honor and praise. Lord, for these little ones, they are the reminder of heaven. Whenever they arrive, heaven celebrates. As they enter into the planet Earth, they sing songs. The songs, their songs look like crying before mortal men. But Jesus says, their angel behold the eyes of my father. And Lord, to the angel of the church, you said, write. 
I stand as one of the angels of the church to say, Anointing the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Anointing the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And I declare to your life that when you get to the age of reasoning, you will choose the part of the Lord Jesus. The Bible says the child grew in stature, and he grew in the knowledge of God. As you grow in stature, you will not grow in the myth of the old. You will not grow in the deception of this world. But you will grow in the knowledge of our God. The word of God will prosper in your hands. The greatest of the achievement of your parents will be the least of yours. At this time that God has sent you to these families, may heaven remember the family for good. And endow upon your parents knowledge of the word of God, wisdom and power from heaven, and material resources of this world, so that they may be able to fulfill your destiny on earth. May they not struggle in this your season. May your season bring refreshing upon the families that God sent you. And may the Lord open every womb that is looking up to the fruit of the womb at this very time. In Jesus' holy and anointed name, we are praying with thanksgiving. Amen. Joy overflows, joy overflows in my heart. Sing a new song to the Lord. Joy overflows, joy overflows in my heart. Do you like that ending? We will sing it again. Because when you sing, end a record, you go, My prayer. <laughs> record of Yoruba or African, don't stop. Ah, that is English. Sing it again. Waiting, I go give to you. Waiting, I go give to you. Welcome to Africa. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, can I just say that we, before we dismiss this meeting, those of you who are paid for the anniversary dinner, collect your cards by the, at the bookshop, it should be. 
anniversary desk. Uh, I will go to that anniversary desk myself. I didn't know that an anniversary desk has been erected. An altar in the house of the Lord. I have to see it myself. Make sure you visit the anniversary desk. Can I say that this week, if you need the tapes of the meetings, you can get it. Really, if you are on my Facebook, by tomorrow when we go live, you will receive a link that you can just go on the Facebook now. They can watch us live. Are we together now? We have 72,000 followers on the Facebook. So the 72,000 people will receive live broadcast tomorrow uh, from tomorrow's meeting. Let me say this to you. Go home on time. Relax. Now, every one of you who, are, who attend home group as a group, could you raise your hands, please? Now, can I ask that the home group leaders of that group will see me tomorrow with the list of people, which means their house, their, their telephone, those of you who haven't sent it, because I received from some uh, of those houses. Now, when we finish the anniversary, our home group operation changes. When I studied deeper into this issue of the Church of Apostles to replicate them, I found out that people did home group in their family homes. And I also found out that in the situation whereby three families come together, they never stayed in one house. If they have one meeting here today in this family, all of them will move to the second family's house the next meeting, and all of them will move to the third family's house in the other meeting. And this is how they did it, that they carried the ark of God from house to house. Those who are families live together. Home group should not be a place that somebody will travel like 30 minutes, 45 minutes to get there. That is not ideal. It is local-centered, and it is um, neighborhood-focused. And we want to make sure that in our church, we do everything as it's written in the Bible, so that we can see the results of the Bible. So get yourself ready. You are going to have a, 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 um, some uh, lecture notes from next Sunday that will give you week one, week two, week three, and the rest of the week, the things that you study so that we can go together. And when anybody hosts the home group, he's the one who moderates. So that if anybody is a, is a new Christian and you go to his house, that person will have to read the Bible because he has to talk. And that is what they do in the home group. It encourages believers to read the Bible. They will host other people. Then you will all share together. And you don't go to the other house as a burden. When you are going there, if you are going to take snacks, you to carry snacks and add to what they have there. It's not going to be that I'm hosting them, my wife must cook overnight. That is not home group. All of us, we bring what we have together, we will eat it together, we share together, and we break bread in our homes as we pray together for the family, pray for ourselves. That is what home group is. And after anniversary on Sunday, next Sunday there's no home group. After anniversary on Sunday, the following Sunday, we will now resume that um, format. I'm sure something is about to happen to you all. I can't wait for tomorrow because of how God will bless you. Shall we lift up our hand out of heaven? Let's share the grace in fellowship. Now, may the God of peace that brought again from the dead, our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make us perfect in every good work to do his will, working in us that which is well pleasing in his sight. Through Jesus Christ.
to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. There shall be shouts of blessing. They will fall in my house. of God be with you all. God bless you. I'll see you tomorrow. Can the leaders please move to their prayer points?